This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Welcome back into News Radio WGNS, and thanks for everybody who's been hanging out with us this morning. Whether you're on the dial on AM FM or perhaps listening worldwide on that WGNS stream online, you can also download the app and find us there. All righty, it's eight thirteen right now as we kick off the action line. Our guest this morning, and well, if you haven't had your breakfast yet, you're about to be pretty hungry. So maybe try to think about that over the next couple minutes because we're going to be talking cooking to build. Our guest this morning from the Habitat for Humanity, Megan Hutchins and Richard Nunyak. Guys, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, so thank you so much for uh, coming in this morning and chatting. We got a couple minutes here to discuss the thirteenth annual cooking to build. And for folks who maybe missed the first twelve, uh, <laughs> if you could explain to us what exactly that is and uh, what folks can expect. Sure. So um, the event is going to be on Saturday, November the 7th. It will take place on the Murfreesboro Public Square, so um, exactly the same area that the farmer's market has been going on. Um, We have 26 cooking teams, and they will be making um, soup, stew, and chili. And then you'll come that day, and you will get to um, pick out a painted bowl, And then um, you'll get to sample all the different um, teams and their recipes. We also have drinks, desserts, um, and we have live entertainment. Um, It's a lot of fun. It's um, $20 for the bowl and all you can eat. Um, And then, of course, we can talk later about um, the things that we have put into place to keep everyone safe and still able to have a good time. But we also have a friendly competition. You get to vote for your favorite um, dish, and there there's definitely some competitiveness there amongst the people that I've been participating um, over the last 12 years. So. Fantastic. And this is an event that I have circled on my calendar as the uh, last couple of years that I've spent here in Murfreesboro. This one always gets me hungry right about this time <laughs> of the year. And what a perfect time for it with the stew, uh, stew soup, and chili is things start to cool down in the flannel and fall weather so love the timing on that that's going to be coming up just about a week from today on the square now we do have a competitor we have somebody who's been uh, competing and um, doing this the last couple years and that's richard luniak richard i wanted to ask you your part in all this and what will you be cooking for us this year well this yeah we've um my team and i've been doing this for several years now Mm -hmm. about probably 10 or 11 of the 12 and um in the last six five or six years we've been cooking uh the zuppa toscana which is an italian potatoes and sausage soup and um we, we continue to do that we try to perfect it more and more each year and we're still going after the golden cup award <laughs> <laughs> as part of that competition and um uh we have folks that uh show up every year to this event and help support uh the local affiliate and uh they, uh, it makes us feel really good when they come looking for our our soup. 
<laughs> Wonderful. So if anybody's coming to find you on the seventh, that's going to be booth one. Because if they try like me to to find the name and and get that out without fumbling it, they might have some trouble. Zupa Toscana. Zupa Toscana. That's yeah. my tenth try, I think. But uh, <laughs> what booth will you guys be at if if folks are coming to look for you? Uh, ours is uh, the Hammer Down for Habitat uh, fundraising tent. So it's a, it's the team that does that. Okay. And, and so it, that, it, that was going to be the first the first booth. It's one of the first booths on the. What, is that the? It's the on the side of the square that faces Binks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So what what got you interested and what got you involved almost ten years ago? Well, uh, I actually got involved with our local affiliate back in two thousand and five. Um, we started. Uh, I work at the General Mills plant here in town, and we started building the um, storage sheds that used to go with. Uh, the houses um, here in Rutherford County until until we started the new subdivision, but um, uh, then we started the Hammer Down for Habitat raise fundraising event, and then um, kind of led into um, Megan asking if we would participate in the Cooking to Build fundraiser. So it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. We like love seeing the people come out. The venue is perfect, and the weather has been all over the place but this year it is looking really wonderful so we're we're looking forward to it and we're looking forward to seeing all the familiar faces and all the new ones that will also show up wonderful uh megan wanted to ask you a couple questions before we get more into the details of this event the golden cup award let's talk about that how do you win that um so we give everyone a voting ballot the day of the event and it has all the cooking teams listed on it and then you go around and sample the dishes and you vote for your favorite one and then after the event, we tally the votes and then present the Golden Bowl Award to the winner. So we've, we, it's a friendly competition. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, but it's, uh, there's definitely some people that are normally in the top three. So it's very close. I can say that much. All righty. And then as far as the painted bowls go, I think this is a neat fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody gets a bowl that's been painted kind of uniquely. Where do those come from? Um, so the Pottery Place here in Murfreesboro, Teresa Johnson, she partners with us. Um, from August to October, people were able to go in and paint the bowls. Um, and so those people will come and they'll already pick up the bowls they've painted. And then we have another tent that is full of bowls that the Pottery Place staff has painted and then we also have a special bowl that we order that has our logo on it um and the um cooking to build logo as well fantastic Mm all righty our guest this morning as we mentioned megan hutchins from the habitat for humanity also richard luniak who's going to be one of the cooking teams and uh you go find him for some zupa toscana that sounds wonderful and that was a potato and sausage based kind of dish uh already looking forward to that so wanted to ask you more about the 13th annual cooking to build what is this for what is the purpose behind it it's a lot of fun we mentioned great food great music um but the roots behind this what what is it all for and at the end Um, So we actually um, kind of copied this event from the Putnam County affiliate. They do something very similar called um, Cooking on the Square. And and there's just much more like jumbo, gumbo, jambalaya, that kind of thing. Um, And so we came back and said, I think we could do that here in Rutherford County. And so we started 13 years ago. And all of the money that we raise goes directly to support the mission of building homes here in Rutherford County for our families. Um, As Richard mentioned, we just started our first um, habitat subdivision here in Rutherford County. It's called Legacy Point, and it's off of Twin Oak Drive. We've started four 
of the homes already, and the goal is to have um, around 77 homes in that subdivision um, over the next eight years. So, Wonderful. And where is that subdivision located at for folks who may be wandering in and around the area? Um, it's off of Twin Oak Drive, which is off of um, Halls Hill Pike. Um, if you're familiar with the rock quarry that's out there, it's almost at the opposite end of that particular stretch of t- Twin Oak Drive. Um, and it's it's really beautiful. The four houses are going great. Um, we've had some amazing volunteers, and um, they're out there working today, actually. so Wonderful. We had a listener question pop up asking if you could talk more about uh, how folks qualify for Habitat for Humanity homes, and if you could touch on that a little bit, and um, who, what kind of folks are moving into these houses, sure. and, and what do they need to do? Um, so we open the application process once a year. Um, it'll open again in February, I believe, of 2021. Um, when people come in, we look to see what kind of need they have. And for a long time, we saw a lot of families that were in inadequate shelter. Um, but over probably the last, I don't know, five to six years, most of our families are financially burdened. So they're paying more than 50% of their household income just on rent alone, which doesn't leave a lot of money for utilities and groceries and gas and just living. And living is expensive for everyone right now. So um, we establish that they have a need. um, And then once they are um, accepted into the program, then we also require a partnership. And all of our families have to do sweat equity hours. So anywhere from 200 to 300, sometimes even 400 hours. Um, It's a big gap because we have to look at each family individually. You know, are they elderly? Are they disabled? Do they have um, multiple people in the home that can come build on the job site? They also get hours from the homeowner education class that they attend, and they get 50 hours from that. And we ask that they do hours at other nonprofits. And if their um, kids are in school, And they make good grades. They get hours to go towards the sweat equity. And then, of course, we require that they work on their homes. Um, And then the last thing is that all of our families do pay a mortgage as well. So the homes are not free. They're not given away. Um, They do pay a mortgage. Um, But I feel like the people that we serve are the working poor. Like, they have jobs. Um, You know, right now we're building a home for um, a lady that's a nurse and another lady that works at Yates and um, a gentleman that works at Walmart. So people like you and I that just don't make enough to qualify for a conventional mortgage. So Wonderful. And I think, you know, that's a great opportunity. It's a blessing. But uh, in order to continue with things like this, cooking to build one of the big fundraisers for you guys each year. So uh, I wanted to segue into how do folks show up? How do they how do they get tickets? And if somebody wants to compete, if somebody wants to set up a booth, how do they do so? Um, So the tickets you can buy at the Habitat Restore, 850 Mercury Boulevard. Um, We also have them available online. If you go to our website, www.rchfh.org. There's an Eventbrite link there. Um, And then you will also be able to purchase them the day of. If you buy them before the event, you get the opportunity to get in at 1030 and have a chance to really look at those bowls before everyone else shows up. And um, sometimes I think the bowls are even more of a bigger draw than (laughs) 
of food. People get, you know, very um, competitive almost about what kind of bowl they're going to get. So um, it's, but yeah, and tickets are available now through the day of the event. Wonderful. We're going to take a quick time out and uh, finish this conversation up after we take a look at weather and traffic. wanted to remind the listeners, weather and traffic this hour brought to you by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. They are conveniently located for you at 307 Hazelwood Drive and reminding you not to wait on that fall tune-up. Now, you've been hearing this just about every day all month, and now it is October 30th. So, this is important. In fact, they're going to give you 10% off your fall tune-up now through the end of the month, which is tomorrow. So, you got to get in there today or tomorrow. Call them right now. Schedule that appointment for 10% off your fall tune-up now through tomorrow. So, you only pretty much have today. As the temperature cools, make sure you can rely on your car to warm you up, get you where you need to go safely. Stop by First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna. That address one more time, 307 Hazelwood Drive. All righty, let's take a look at that weather and traffic when we return. We'll wrap up with the Habitat for Humanity 13th Annual Cooking to Build. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high into the mid-50s. North winds of 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear and a low near 36. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 47. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume out here on 24, coming out of Coffee County into Rutherford County, passing Epps Mill Road. Traffic's been in, in pretty good shape for the most part. Now here, headed towards Nashville on 24. Just watch your speed. It's busy out here now. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Hey, celebrate autumn at Obery Gatlinburg during Oktoberfest. This is the last weekend for it. Check it out. Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. If I could talk to the animals. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City right here in Murfreesboro. Whether you're looking for a new pet to add to the family or accessories to keep your current pet happy and enriched, Animal City is the place for you. We are excited to announce that our fall fragrance pet odor exterminating candles are here. If you have not experienced these, you should stop in and check them out. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street, right here in Murfreesboro. Thank you for allowing us to serve you for 30 years. Radio WGNS. That was a quick break. A quick, quick break. Right now, 827 as we have just a few minutes here. Um, we're chatting with the Habitat for Humanity, Megan Hutchins and Richard Luniak. Now, Richard, we forgot to mention this earlier. 
Um, and we'll have to serve you up some humble pie when you leave out of here. But you're also on the board for Habitat for Humanity. So uh, we wanted to mention that as well. That's a, a neat thing. You mentioned you uh, compete each year, but uh, certainly wanted to shed some light on you in that direction for what you're doing. And Megan sounded very appreciative for what you do. So we wanted to make sure we mentioned that on the air for you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you. sir. Um, but you're also going to be competing this year. So look forward to that. Looking forward to lots of great meals, lots of great dishes. And, of course, this being a big fundraiser to fuel the Habitat for Humanity. And we talked about a little bit about what you guys do with some of that money, building houses for folks here in the area and uh, kind of helping them get that kickstart, getting that first home, which is incredible. And this is an opportunity for the rest of us to help out with that a little bit by uh, coming and eating some delicious foods and uh, having some great community and hanging out with some great folks. So looking forward to that. That's going to be November 7th on the square. And what time does that start? You said it's a midday, right? Yes. Um, if you um, pre-purchase the ticket, you get in at 1030. And then um, anybody that comes the day of um, gates are from 11 to 130. So Wonderful. And if you get there early, you get to pick the uh, bowl before everybody else. You get to maybe pick a really unique one, get to get in there and get a head start on that. So that's you right. mentioned those bowls are becoming just as popular as the food, and uh, that's something people certainly look forward to, that unique craftsmanship, kind of like a souvenir. Get to Absolutely. take it home with you and uh, have that for, for the rest of your time. So very cool. Well, I wanted to ask you just a little bit about some of the protocols, some of the safety things. Obviously, with COVID happening right now, this is something that uh, people are going to be curious about. This event's going to look a little different this year. I think mm-hmm. everybody's aware of that. Talk about some of the changes this year and how you guys have been able to leap the hurdle and, and be able to get this event to fire off. Absolutely. Um, so even back in July, we started talking about the event, if we were going to have it, if we weren't going to have it. Um, and our board said, let's move forward. We'll just, you know, when things come, we will make the appropriate protocols. Um, and I have to give a, a shout out to our executive director, Terry Schultz. Um, she's gone above and beyond at all of our events to make sure they run smoothly and everyone is safe and we can still continue on um, with our mission. Um, some of the things that we're going to be doing this year, um, every staff member, every volunteer, and every cooking team, um, and anybody that's in their booth, we are um, going to have them wear masks, have them wear gloves. Um, we are going to take their temperatures the morning of. They'll have to sign a COVID document, um, and so we will have them all check in that morning. And then um, the booths, um, because we have a little bit fewer booths this year than in years past, those are going to be separated even further apart, um, so there will be some uh, space for physical distancing. Um, And then we'll have, um, at the gate, we will have um, two points of entry, um, and then another two, if you've pre-purchased a ticket or pre-painted a bowl, we have sneeze guards in place for um, the people that are working the gate and the people in the bowl tents. Um, we'll also have signs up, you know, for um, physical distance. The biggest thing that we want people to understand is when you come the day of and you pick up your bowl, you will not use your bowl. That's what you've done in the past is you've just taken your bowl around and you've gotten the samples. Um, each cooking team will be ha- um, will give them their own styrofoam bowls. So um, if I go to Richard's tent, I will say had like some of your soup. He'll then pour it in the styrofoam bowl, hand it to me, and then I eat it. Um, and then once I'm done with that, I throw it away. Go to the next tent. Um, and that way it's you're not using the same bowl every time. Um, we will have individually wrapped spoons and napkins and 
um, hand sanitizer throughout the um, square. So I'd say the biggest differences is what we've asked our cooking teams to do um, and then also the styrofoam bowl um, because we wanted to still have the event but um, think of a way that we could do that and still be safe. Awesome. One of the things that always comes up for these events is people wondering if they can bring their dog. Is that something that's happening this year? Um, My understanding, um, our permit, I don't believe that that you're allowed to do that. I mean, we don't have a problem with it, but it's um, that's the county and a city. We have to fill out permits for both of those. No, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. why I wanted to ask. Yeah. I know a lot of times for these these types of events with food and things like that, it can um, be iffy whether you can bring dogs mm-hmm. or not. But this time of the year, I think people are always trying to uh, get the dogs some exercise. Yes. That was something that came up the other week with a similar event. Wanted to uh, throw that out there if somebody hadn't uh, hadn't already known that. Mm-hmm. All righty. So we got. Uh, just a few minutes left here. Anything you want to mention, anything we're missing this morning? Uh, I wanted to recap, of course, the 13th Annual Cooking to Build is going to be November 7th. That's a Saturday, uh, kicking off at 1030 for pre-order tickets mm-hmm. and 1130 for the rest of the folks. You come by, grab a bowl, and it's not going to be the bowl you're using. So if you want to grab that bowl, maybe throw it back in the car and then come by, and there'll be mm-hmm. uh, specific bowls for each booth. Yes. Um, a couple of things. Um, we will have our restore booth there, and we're going to be um, – kicking off our online restore um i guess you could say um campaign where you can you know shop online as well so that's going to be available um our musical entertainment is going to be provided by jodal bravo um so two young college guys here in town and then we'll also have another gentleman um joey who is with virtual humor who's going to be playing in the back as well um so it's going to be a great time and we do, the day of, we will be able to take cash, check, and card. You know, that's a question that we get asked a lot. Um, and then also, just wanted to say thank you to all of our sponsors. They're on our website um, and all of our cooking teams. I know I mentioned this um, at our cooks meetings this week. If I don't get a chance to come thank you personally, this is my thank you. Because I am typically running around like a crazy lady. <laughs> All righty. Well, that was Megan Hutchins from Habitat of Humanity. Also, Richard Luniak joining us as well, who's on the board. He's also going to be one of the cooking teams. I'm going to see if I can get this right finally. Zupa Toscana. That's it. All righty. So look for Richard with the Zupa Toscana. He's going to be one of the first booths. But uh, many great soups, chilies, and stews to choose from. That's going to be November 7th on a Saturday up on the square, the 13th annual Cooking to Build with the Habitat for Humanity Sounds like a can't-miss event, so you mentioned folks can get tickets there if they haven't got them ahead of time. Is this something that can sell out, or do you kind of just keep them coming until the food's gone? Um, last year, we did run out of bowls. Okay. So, I mean, we, we do have a, a backup plan that are, I mean, there are, we have other bowls that are not the painted ones, but last year we did run out. So, I would encourage you to get there early. Pre-plan, that'll always That's right. save you a headache. So. That's right. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you guys so much thank for you. a couple thank minutes you. this morning. We'll see you out there in just about a week. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much. We got more on the way for you this morning, folks, so stick around. Our next guest coming up is going to be the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. We're going to be talking about Halloween safety tips, the grab-and-go event, and much, much more. This Halloween's going to look a little different than the ones in the past, so we're going to tell you how, and uh, that's all coming up in just about five minutes. We'll take a quick time out, take a look at that weather and traffic one more time this hour. You're listening to News Radio WGNS.
live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Wolfwagon Mobile Dog Grooming. I'm a poodle. I'm a little puppy. I'm a German Shepherd. And I'm a Chihuahua. Call today, 615-663-8139. Or find the Wolfwagon on Facebook. Hi, I'm Wade Hayes, owner of Toots Good Food and Fun. I strongly believe that volunteers make a positive difference in the quality of life here in our community. Accountant Steve Fuchkar, a partner with Hall Davidson and Associates, loves this community and believes it's important to support local nonprofits. He is the longest standing board member of a soldier's child and was a part of its founding group. Steve also volunteers with Kiwanis, United Way, Habitat for Humanity, and others. Thank you, Steve Fuchkar. At Toots, we strongly believe that it's important for every one of our citizens to give some of their time and talent back into the community. And we want to honor these individuals with a Toots gift certificate good at any of our Rutherford County locations. 860 Northwest Broad Street on Church Street in the Barfield area, in Smyrna on Sam Ridley, and Toots West on Franklin Road at Rucker Lane. Working for soybean farmers. Welcome and hello again, everyone, for Tennessee Home and Farm Radio. I'm Lee Maddox. It's my honor and privilege to represent not just Tennessee, but U.S. soybean growers as well. As harvest of soybeans continues across Tennessee this fall, native Tennessee and Virginia Houston stays busy lobbying on behalf of producers for the American Soybean Association in Washington, D.C. For ASA, I am the lobbyist primarily responsible for international trade. I also handle livestock issues, given my background in the industry. And tax for the soybean growers. So three hot topic issues that I know farmers are always concerned about. Virginia Houston grew up on her parents' cattle farm near Sweetwater and where they also operate the East Tennessee Livestock Center. Her mother, Jennifer, just concluded the past year as president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Virginia has been in D.C. for the past decade now, most recently working for the American Seed Trade Association. But now all focus is on soybeans and the importance of that export market. You know, it's my job to ensure that as we pursue new trade deals and trade related issues come up on Capitol Hill, that soybean growers are represented in those discussions and we can continue to export those beans to foreign markets. Virginia Houston says despite the pandemic, China's commitment to purchasing more American soybeans through the phase one trade deal has shown an uptick in recent weeks and the hope is they finish off a strong 2020. In the meantime, she will continue her lobbying efforts for the miracle bean while remembering her roots. It's makes me proud as well. You know, we have such a great staff um, in St. Louis, in Washington, D.C. Um, you know, good representation from around the country, but I am always very proud to tell people I am from Tennessee and that Tennessee agriculture is the best in the nation, in my opinion. Houston agrees it's always important for individual soybean farmers to get involved in the policy process at the county, state, and national levels to ensure their voice is heard throughout the industry and on Capitol Hill. And for Tennessee Home and Farm Radio, I'm Lee Maddox. If you have an iPhone or use an Android, we have an app for both. WGNS AM and FM is everywhere you need us to be. On air and on demand. This is Clark Howard on WGNS. For the first time in many years, we are in what's known as a cell phone replacement super cycle. Whether you prefer iPhone or Android, 
people are likely this year in numbers larger than in recent years to replace a cell phone. People have been keeping them a lot longer in recent years, but now there's so much buzz about 5G that people are thinking, hey, maybe I should get a new phone. Well, know this, your first place to go if you want to be with one of the big three carriers, Verizon, T-Mobile, or AT&T, see what deals they're offering on trade-ins. If they're offering a big cell carrier subsidy, particularly for the iPhone 12s, they're going to be the best place for you to get the most money for your trade-in. Otherwise, I have a guide for you at Clark.com that walks you through various companies you can try to see who will give you the best deal getting rid of your old phone. Guys, waking up over and over to pee is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to pee at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. That's why Super Beta Prostate is the number one prostate supplement recommended by urologist. You can try a full 30-day bottle free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-482-7193. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-482-7193. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-482-7193. 1-800-482-7193. Let's check those WGNS Good Neighbor events. The falling leaves are drifting by your window. Well, if you live in Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro is again picking up your fall leaves. Now through the end of December. Listen closely. The 16th Annual Apples for Sight Fundraiser, sponsored by the Murfreesboro Lions Club, is going on now through November the 7th. For information, get with Jonelle Prince. The Winter Clothes and Canned Food Drive continues every Tuesday through Friday over at Bradley Academy Museum and Cultural Center. And remember, this is the weekend we change times. We fall back one hour this weekend. Don't throw away old glory. Retire your American flag with respect. Bring it by WGNS and let the scouts from BSA Troop 2019 over at Trinity United Methodist Church retire it with dignity. WGNS is at 306 South Church Street. We also recycle Bibles. Those are WGNS Good Neighbor Events. October is Car Care Awareness Month, and First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna wants to give you 10% off for your fall tune-up. So stop by and make sure that heat is blowing hot and your air conditioning is not. That's 10% off for your fall tune-up at First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna. First National Bank of Murfreesboro is growing to serve you better. Hi, I'm Shelly Rigsby. And in mid-November, our name changes to Capstar Bank. Our staff will be the same, but we'll be able to do so much more. First National Bank of Murfreesboro will soon become Capstar, the full-service bank with a small-town feel. We believe in keeping our personal relationships. First National Bank of Murfreesboro, soon Capstar, member FDIC. A heart for healing. 
When life challenges become a torrential flood, there are local doctors, nurses, and medical technicians who help you maneuver the swift waters. Gordon Ferguson, President and CEO of St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Respiratory therapist Linda Newsom at Premier Radiology is our Heart for Healing honoree. A listener writes, she demonstrated genuine concern and went out of her way to notify me in time to get the needed information required for my biopsy procedure. Her calming attitude and kindness in assisting me during the procedure helped me through that frightening time. Linda Newsom, an RT at Premier Radiology, is our Heart for Healing honoree and receives dinner for two at the fabulous Alley on Main Street Restaurant. Submit your Heart for Healing nomination to WGNS. Look up in the sky. There it is. The tallest tower in Murfreesboro. This is WGNS FM, AM, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. Halloween safety tips in the 2020 grab-and-go. That's going to be how uh, many of us are going to be receiving candy this year and uh, doing so safely in a year that looks just a little different than all the others. Uh, We're going to be having that conversation here in just a few minutes as we connect with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. We'd like to remind everybody, before we take a look at weather and traffic again this hour, that it's brought to you by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. They're conveniently located at 307 Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna and reminding you not to wait on that fall tune-up. In fact, they will give you 10% off of that fall tune-up now through the end of the month. So if you call them today, if you can get in today or tomorrow, that's going to be your last opportunity to take advantage of that great deal. All you got to do is mention you heard the ad here on News Radio WGNS. As the temperatures cool, make sure you can rely on your car to warm you up and get you where you need to go safely. Stop by First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna. That's First Class Sales and Service of Smyrna, located at 307 Hazelwood Drive. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high into the mid-50s. North winds of 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear and a low near 36. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 47. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume out here on 24, coming out of Coffee County into Rutherford County, passing Epps Mill Road. Traffic's been in pretty good shape for the most part out here, headed towards Nashville on 24. Just watch your speed. It's busy out here now, sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Hey, celebrate autumn at Obery Gatlinburg during Oktoberfest. This is the last weekend for it. Check it out, obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. Medications for diabetes known as SGLT2 inhibitors have been shown to reduce hospitalization and death for people with one type of heart failure, even if they don't have diabetes. Rita Kalyani, a diabetes expert at Johns Hopkins, says this is great news, but comes with cautions about this class of medicines, especially for the risk of hypoglycemia or low blood sugar. 
they do have quite significant and quite good magnitude reduction in heart failure hospitalization. There is great evidence now to suggest their benefit in this population. We do have to be worried about hypoglycemia. These are not a class of agents that have high risk of hypoglycemia. We don't think about it as a major complication, but it can occur. And so I think we need to better understand how do we monitor the risk of hypoglycemia in these patients that are using them when they don't have diabetes. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. CEO. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and worldwide on WGNSRadio.com. You can listen to us anywhere. We are WGNS Murfreesboro. Welcome back in on this October 30th. It is Halloween Eve, and many of us getting ready to go out trick-or-treating or take the kids trick-or-treating or just go out and look at some of those uh, decorations. I'll tell you what, Murfreesboro does it right. Some are really neat decorations on my way into work this morning. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I uh, saw some of those pumpkins people are carving up, and they just did a wonderful job on that. That was never uh, something I was so good at, but I can see and enjoy them. Uh, just not the one to normally do the carving. It ended up just being a big old mess. Uh, but with that said, wanted to bring in our next guest now from Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. It's Lisa Marishoni joining us, and we're going to be talking about grab-and-go. Uh, we're also going to discuss some safety tips. And uh, Lisa, I wanted to mention good morning to you. Good morning, Nick. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing wonderful. Wanted to mention that uh, uh, you know, getting getting things ready for today, and as we chatted a little bit earlier this week, um, perfect timing on this conversation as it lands just the day before Halloween. I uh, wanted to start off and ask you about grab and go, and then we can kind of go through some safety tips and some things for uh, parents to be on the lookout for. But um, gr- things are going to look a little different this year. What is grab and go all about? Well, the sheriff's office has sponsored many Halloween events in the past, and we really didn't want to forget it this year because of COVID. So Sergeant Chris Irwin, who's very innovative, decided he'd start this grab-and-go. I think it's going to be a wonderful event for the kids. It's going to be from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday night, Halloween night, at Blackman Middle School. The setup is that parents will drive through, and there will be several booths set up with Halloween decorations. It's kind of a take on trunk or tree, but instead we'll have the booth, and the mad scientists will be roaming around, visiting with the kids, and um, different displays to keep it sanitary. And we want parents to know that this is going to be a really safe event. All the candy will be pre-bagged. And all they will do is just reach out and grab a bag at each booth and then um, go on their way. I'm not sure how long it's going to take to go through all the displays, but I, I believe it's going to be a really fun event for all the kids and the parents. Absolutely. And I wanted to ask you about that mad scientist roaming around. Is that... Uh... Is, what do we know about that? Is that something we have to just kind of see when we get there and uh, find out more, or do we have more details on this mad scientist character? The mad scientist character has been um, promoting the event on the Sheriff's Office Facebook page, and that's Rutherford County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. And you will get to see a video of the mad scientist talking about all the candy. He's talking from his laboratory. Wonderful. Kind of entertaining. Wonderful. Well, certainly in the Halloween spirit there, and 
uh, that that should be a lot of fun. And this is going to be, again, a safe way, uh, an efficient, a fun way to still enjoy Halloween. Things just a little different this year, but all the candy still tastes just as good. And uh, those costumes <laughs> should be uh, should be off the wall. I'm, I'm excited to see the costumes this year and uh, you know, kind of take a look at what folks have come up with this time. So uh, what are some good Halloween safety tips we can tell the parents if they're out and about? Um, things that come up every year that, that the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office could just remind folks maybe the day before to, to keep in mind. Um, if there's any way, the costumes, if the parents can put something on the costumes that will um, reflect the light, because when it gets dark, we don't want any children to be involved in wrecks, you know, where somebody may not see them on the street. And I don't think many parents will be taking their children around, but if they have flashlights, too, that will help. Um, again, you know, parents should go with them. One of the most important things, and I really hesitate to say this, but it is important, parents should check the candy before giving it to the kids just to make sure that it's safe and prepackaged. I would be reluctant to eat candy that isn't prepackaged, especially during these times, these strange times. And as far as, as candy that's not packaged, do you mean you um, you know things that have been opened? Are you talking about uh, maybe things that people have prepared wrapped. at home? Okay, um, individually wrapped. Okay. All righty, so make sure you have plenty of light, reflective gear on. Uh, watch out for that candy. Keep an eye on the candy. If, if you know you get some, maybe just make sure it's all wrapped, packaged, and, and had not been opened. Uh, anything else that comes to mind that, that things pop up that are that are good tips for folks as we uh, get into Halloween the next couple days? Um, we need to give a message to drivers as well. There may be some kids out in your neighborhood, out in your street. Please drive slowly through the neighborhoods. And watch out for these kids because we want everybody to have a safe Halloween. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. And, of course, always some wise words. If you're out on the roads this time of the year, keep an eye out for those trick-or-treaters. Uh, do we know what time? And I know it's going to be a little different this year. Not as many trick-or-treaters out this year, uh, but a curfew. A curfew that says, you know, at this time we need to stop trick-or-treating. We need to stop handing out candy. Uh, is there a time set in place for that that we might need to know about? I don't know that there's an official uh, curfew in Rutherford County. Okay. All righty. Fantastic. So we can recap grab and go one more time as we have just a couple of minutes left. Uh, Lisa, if you could recap that for the listeners, and then we will let you go as we have just a couple minutes at the top of the hour here. Uh, and we really appreciate you coming on and chatting as well with us. Well, thank you. Um, I really wish to thank all the people who are participating in the grab and go. People in this community care about children. And we just have to have Halloween this year. We can't let it pass by because it's such a fun event for the kids. But um, we really appreciate our sponsors, everybody who has donated candy. We've had individuals bring in bags of candy. Um, the sheriff's, Rutherford County Sheriff's Alumni Association is really helping with this event. Um, and Sergeant Chris Irwin has just really put his heart and soul into this event. Um, and oh, I forgot. There's a scavenger hunt too at oh. the event. So bring yes. your paper and and keep up with all the different tips that Sergeant Irwin has scheduled for the kids. <laughs> 
And a lot of this information, if not all of this information, is available on the website. If you could throw that website out for us one more time and uh, folks have any more questions, that'd be a great place to start to, to find some of these things. Okay. It's the uh, Rutherford County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. Um, and we've had several different stories about it, and um, there's a poster on the site. But please watch the video because that'll bring you laughs no matter what age you are. All righty. Well, the, the video of the mad scientist. <laughs> well, we are looking forward to that, and I'll uh, be checking that out again. And um, really appreciate your time this morning. Any final thoughts, Lisa, before we let you go and wish you a, a happy Halloween? I wish you a happy Halloween, too, Nick, and I hope everybody in Rutherford County stays safe. All righty. Wonderful. Well, that was Lisa Marchisoni. And I apologize if I, if I got Marchisoni. the last... Marchisoni. There we go. I got it right that time. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. We really appreciate it. And uh, happy Halloween. Everybody, be safe this year. Uh, check that candy if you're driving. Watch out for trick-or-treaters. Stay off your cell phones. All that good stuff. And um, if you're taking the kids trick-or-treating, check on that candy. Uh, as Lisa mentioned, make sure it's packaged and wrapped and hadn't been messed with at all and um if you have time we, we did have somebody asking about um you know stuff that is prepared at home um and i, I know that you know could seem harmless but what is your what is your thought on if anybody uh, maybe makes brownies things like that that they can wrap up and package uh, that they're passing out this year is that something you guys have seen in the past that you maybe want to say steer away from um if you know the person i i would feel comfortable eating the brownies prepackaged brownies Awesome. Okay, so if you know the person, then that might be that might be something safe to do. And uh, that was just a question that had just popped up as we were getting ready to wrap up. So I wanted to make sure to ask that uh, for our listener out there. But uh, awesome. Well, Lisa, you have a wonderful rest yeah. of the weekend, and uh, we will catch up with you guys uh, a little bit later and uh, have to do a uh, Halloween recap and see how things all went. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you so much. Okay. All righty. That was... Lisa Marcioni joining us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Some Halloween safety tips for you. Everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll see you next week. Truman Show coming up next. Rutherford Issues on the way as well. And uh, have a safe Halloween. Watch out for those trick-or-treaters. If you haven't carved a pumpkin yet, that's something you can get into today. you still got plenty of time to set up on the porch and, and uh, put the candle in there and make it extra spooky for those who are out and about. All righty. 7, 8.57 the time right now. We're going to let you go. We'll see you at the top of the hour. I get a radio that's kind of possessed. It's coast to coast AM overnight, every night. You have a possessed radio? Yeah. WGNS. Murphy's